0: Oscar Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com.
1: Hi, Matt. Hi, Breton. How are you today?
0: I'm super. Thanks for asking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs>
0: Who are these San Francisco homeowners? Everyone always wants to know who can afford a home in San Francisco.
1: It's a really wide variety.
0: So we got to thinking about who all of our clients over the years have been.
1: We have had such a wide range of occupations among our clients.
0: We've had several electricians. We have. They were all married.
1: (laughs) They weren't swinging it on their own.
0: Or in relationship with another
1: person. This is true. (laughs) We've had a lot of medical professionals.
0: Yes, a lot of medical professionals, not only Uh medical professionals like doctors or nurses, but also lots of medical administrators. This is true. This is true. Nurses make good money.
1: They do. They do. Um, We've had a number of teachers as well.
0: Yes, this is actually a true statement. Some of them even from public schools.
1: I remember we had a couple we worked with. They were a teacher and a nonprofit administrator director, and uh, they had scrimped and saved to get a 20% down payment and they had no help from their family and from their families. And I just thought it was so cool that because they're, they they're not the big techies or anything and they still love their home and they have two kids now and they're awesome people.
0: Two kids yeah how the years go by it's a true story uh we have lots of people that are in careers that start with an a accountants attorneys
1: what else starts with an a
0: airline pilots
1: have we had any airline pilot clients i don't think
0: so Mm. no but one's going to get in touch with us now having heard this podcast and wanting to be our first airline pilot client there you go i'm sure of it any other a's out there
1: have we had any actors
0: if we could, we're not the kind of agents that would ever talk about it. It's true. It's true. Uh,
1: we've, we've got a lot of business owners, a lot of like entrepreneurial types. A lot of
0: inventors and entrepreneurs. Lots of those. Which isn't too surprising. It's San Francisco. It's a very inventive entrepreneurial city.
1: Yeah. there's, um,
0: And not just in tech, by the way. Right. Yeah. So yeah no. We can admit it. We work with lots of... I, I used to work in tech. I worked in. Man, that's going to get me some bad reviews. Right there. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the T word, folks.
1: I worked at a dot .com. That's almost worse, right?
0: Right. Well, it's interesting because, you know, there was the first real estate, well, it wasn't first at this point, but there was kind of the late 90s boom that was also very much tech-fueled, right? It was the .dot .com bubble, Um, but, like, tech wasn't as trashed in this town as it was this go-round or is this go-round, it seems.
1: Oh, people, people were pretty hot under the collar about the dot com.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it seems like not, it seems more so this go round.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: So I don't remember any picketing.
1: Yeah, and buses getting shot at on the freeway.
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so lots of entrepreneurs and inventors. Uh, we've had some politicians. We have. We've had some politicians. Uh, Also, right up the P category, public relations. And uh, how about the profit not director?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Profit, comma, non. (laughs) Photographers.
0: We've worked with some amazing photographers. We have.
1: Um, One of our favorite photographers is an escrow right now.
0: Congratulations. An auctioneer. Yeah. That's pretty cool.
1: Yep. That's a... Yeah, they do um auction. Is, is their
0: voice like hoarse? No. No. mm You don't yell. Does he does he ever go to open or she no. ever go to open houses and try and just start bids right there? Can you imagine?
1: <laughs>
0: um lots of folks in financial services. Morgan Stanley, Charles Schwab. Charles Schwab.
1: Yeah, no, we've definitely worked with people in the finance in the finance sector. We've worked with people who do a lot of different VCs. Yeah. Um, We've had a lot of people who are writers, editors, creative types, creative types. And and the, the writers and editor types have been, some are in management. Some are, they, they, they write and edit on a daily basis. Some of them run websites.
0: I think one of the most interesting careers is surfboard maker.
1: We have a lovely surfboard maker client
0: so there's no rhyme or reason to this list like if I'm you know listening to this podcast like how am I going to find a job that affords me a house in San Francisco we've offered absolutely no actionable advice here right I mean it's everything from like make surfboards to become an attorney right
1: <laughs> or marry well <laughs> or
0: marry well under M marry <laughs> well taking a note of that one
1: well, yeah, I mean, this is, there's no getting around it. This is not a, an inexpensive city to live in. In any event, buying a house is unfortunately, tragically out of reach for a lot of people who have, who make really good money, but you need a lot of money to buy a house here.
0: Do you think the the fact that cost of living has changed so much and it's become so much more expensive and people kind of come and they don't look at it as like a permanent destination anymore? Um, do you think that impacts how people look at real estate?
1: I think it might. I mean, I think there's probably people who think, well, I can't afford a house that I can live in for the rest of my life. Like when, when, when we were growing up last I th- week, <laughs> I think a lot of families would mom and dad would buy a house when the kids were little, they would put down roots in their favorite school district. The kids would go to school. They would grow up. Kids would go to college. Mom and dad would stay there. And, I mean, I have, I have friends whose parents live in the houses where my friends grew up and my family,
0: what Republican mailer are you writing in from? Like what family is like that? Anymore?
1: No, I'm saying that was back in the day. <laughs> and now, I mean, especially people who come to San Francisco, if you're a young single or a young couple before you have kids, you buy the place that you can afford now, and you don't plan to stay in it forever. And I think like when we were kids, I think a lot of people didn't move as often. Well, we did. We moved all the time. But people would stay put more. And so you bought a house that you could live in for the rest of your life. But now it's like, oh, I can afford a one-bedroom condo. I'm going to buy a one-bedroom condo. And then when if I get partnered up and have kids, that's when we'll move.
0: When did things other than 30-year mortgages fixed come along? Was it the 70s, the 80s?
1: I don't know. I mean, as soon as I started in real estate 18 years ago, they were... I mean, the first house I bought was with a, a seven-year.
0: So, I mean, they've been around for a long time. I just It's also another interesting one, I mean, because before, the only loan you could get was the 30-year, you right. know? and you just bought it with, with that assumption, yeah. Yeah. Not that everyone did. I mean, plenty of people still sold their houses long, long, long before 30. Right. But So I guess the, the, the moral of the story is do what you love?
1: I think there's something to be said for doing what you love. And in terms of housing, if you can afford what fits your life now, maybe you do that for now.
0: Is that the don't wait for perfect?
1: What is the saying? Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the...
0: Don't let perfect be the enemy of good enough.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there, um, maybe in other markets, a nice solid middle class income, you can be aspirational in your housing and think, oh, well, we have, you know, we just got married and we know we want two kids, so we're going to get a four bedroom house, so we have, we'll always have room for a guest room. Maybe here you do the smaller place that you can afford now instead of trying to save up for the bigger place. Because the bigger place is, it might stay out of reach. Until... Plus, then
0: you would just stay home by yourself and be lonely. But, you know, the neighborhood is the amenity. Get out. Enjoy San Francisco. Right. right? It's, it's why we live here. We love this town. It's true. We, the, the neighborhood is the amenity. It's, you know, and it's not just the neighborhood, the city. And the point of living in San Francisco is to live here. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well the rest of the country is hot. Hot. <laughs> it's it was fifty-seven degrees here yesterday.
0: Which was forty-nine degrees cooler than it was a year before.
1: Exactly. Oh my god, that day that it was 106 degrees. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. I was real crabby. Carl the fog let us down that day. Oh, it was horrible.
0: He was so gone.
1: Oh, I'm gonna get the vapors just thinking that. Day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Everyone listening from Phoenix is like, what's their problem? We just call that June. Yeah. (laughs) Or May at this point, probably. Probably. Do what you love.
1: Do what you love.
0: All right. Do you love what you do?
1: Of course I love what I do. Do you?
0: I do. I've been doing it a long time.
1: Yeah. It's the longest I've ever had any, I was going to say job, but it's a career and I love it. Right? Yep. All right. Peace out.
0: Esker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco Realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at JacksonFuller.com.